Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the Office of Personnel Management answers some frequently asked questions for furloughed federal workers. What effect will the partial government shutdown have on the president's management agenda? And good news for one of the agencies currently not affected by the partial shutdown. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm your host, Eric White. Accepted employees working full-time and without pay during the government shutdown cannot apply for unemployment benefits, but those who have part-time jobs with agencies usually can. The Office of Personnel Management also says some states may waive the requirement that federal employees show they're looking for other work to be eligible for unemployment. Maryland, Virginia, and the District of Columbia already said they'll waive that eligibility requirement. A senior administration official says it's unclear if a partial government shutdown will hinder the rollout of some of the president's management agenda's quarterly goals. But the PMA goals do have multiple sources of funding. The Office of Management and Budget planned to release a one-year draft action plan for its federal data strategy prior to the shutdown. Wait times for most appointments at the Veterans Affairs Department are down from three years ago. A study in the Journal of American Medicine Association finds veterans waited fewer days in 2017 than 2014 for an appointment. Wait times for primary care and most specialty care appointments in the VA beat the private sector. Veterans waited an average of 18 days in 2017 for specialty care compared to nearly 23 days in 2014. GSA is on the cusp of finishing the consolidation of a major system holding contractor data. The past performance information retrieval system, or peepers.gov, is on its way out. GSA says it will officially retire peepers when it concludes the system's merger with the Contract Performance Assessment Reporting System, or CPARS.gov. The agency says the merger of the two systems will simplify functions such as creating and editing performance and integrity records, making changes to administering users, and viewing and managing performance records. This latest step is part of GSA's decade-long effort to consolidate and modernize 10 contractor databases. I'm Jason Miller. The Energy Department is investing $15 million on research on how to best recycle lithium batteries. The new R&D Recycling Center will focus on cost-effective recycling processes to recover lithium battery materials. The Argonne National Laboratory, the National Renewable Energy Laboratory, and Oak Ridge National Laboratory will lead the research center. Additionally, Energy is offering $5.5 million as part of a new battery recycling prize challenge. The goal is to find innovative solutions to collecting, storing, and transporting discarded lithium-ion batteries for eventual recycling. The Pentagon is once again turning to Alphabet Technical Advisor Eric Schmidt. Schmidt, who already chairs the Defense Innovation Board, will lead the National Security Commission of Artificial Intelligence. The commission has allocated $10 million to assess U.S. competitiveness in AI, investments in AI, and workforce incentives to attract AI talent. Other commissioners on the panel include former Deputy Defense Secretary Bob Work and Andy Jassy, CEO of Amazon Web Services. There's going to be another naval consortium to enter into other transaction agreements with non-traditional defense companies. This newest consortium is focused on surface naval warfare and will explore how to use technology to address current and future threats in the surface and maritime environment. The Navy is setting up OTA consortia for all of its systems commands, allowing them to invest $100 million each. 
The Marine Corps is setting up a new organization to defend its technology from adversaries. More now from Federal News Network's Jared Serbu. It's called the Marine Corps Capability Protection Cell. The Corps says it will have cross-cutting representation from its installations, IT, personnel, acquisition, operations, and other communities. The group will be led by the Deputy Commandant for Plans, Policies, and Operations. The Marines say the goal is to counter threats by global competitors to the service's testing and training areas, critical infrastructure and supply chains, and overall technical advantages. Jared Serbu. Federal News Network. And a pilot program aimed at finding cheaper ways to deliver mail in remote parts of Alaska gets the axe. The Postal Service planned to launch a one-year partnership with Linden Transport to deliver mail to hard-to-reach communities by land, sea, and air. A Postal Service spokesperson confirmed the pilot's cancellation but didn't explain why. The agency has posted 12 straight years of net losses. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com, search Federal Newscast, and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. You can also follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. 